Good morning. Your morning moment of faith this morning is coming from Mark, the 11th chapter. I will be reading verse number 13 and 14. And the word of God reads, And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, but it was not the season, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. This is a very familiar uh, parable in which it's taught to in the word of God. This is a very familiar parable that is taught in the word of God concerning the fig tree. You know, we all know that this fig tree um, was on the path in which Jesus and the disciples, they was coming from Bethany and they was, they were on their way. And Jesus saw the fig tree and Jesus knew that this fig tree, according to its appearance was supposed to have had fruit on it. But the word of God said that when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves on it. Um, and so when Jesus saw this tree afar off, this tree appeared to look like a fig tree. It appeared with the leaves on it that it was supposed to have fruit. But th- but upon closer inspection of this tree, when Jesus went to receive the fruit that this tree was supposed to have had on it because it because it was representing that it had fruit, Jesus didn't find any fruit on this tree. He didn't find any fruit on this tree. So when Jesus came to this tree, this tree was representing itself as being, um, as being a fig tree, but didn't have any fruit on it. The word of God said in response, in response, Jesus said to it. So this fig tree was talking to Jesus. This fig tree was declaring that it was one thing, but Jesus was seeing that it was another thing. So Jesus had to respond to what this fig tree was trying to um, represent itself in front of him as. And Jesus cursed this fig tree. He didn't just curse it. Jesus cursed it in the root. Jesus said that no one, he said, let Now, we've got to understand when you study in the word of God, be mindful for how the words are placed within each sentence. Let the Holy Spirit guide you as you read the word of God so it can minister to you on the level in which you are. Some people think that. Some people think that, you know, I want to be just like the preacher. I want to be just like this person when they study the word of God. You are going to be how God is and how the Holy Spirit is going to guide you in this word. The Holy Spirit is going to guide you into all truth of this word when God feels that you are ready and the time that you spend with the Holy Spirit to get the understanding that you need in the word of God. So don't be rushing how you um, spend time in the word of God. Don't be rushing to try to um, do it the way you see other people do it. You be comfortable in the way that the Holy Spirit is ministering to you how you understand that word. I don't know who needed to hear that because that was not part of what I wanted to speak on this morning. But I pray that you be receptive of that and that you walk in the way that God is calling you. And don't be comparing yourself to anybody else. But back to this fig tree. 
this fig tree. All right. It said right here, Jesus spoke these words here. Jesus said, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. Jesus was telling this tree. It was like, you are misrepresenting yourself. You, you are standing out here and you are saying that you one thing and you're not producing the fruit from the thing that you're saying that you are. You are saying that you this, you are saying that you that, but there is no fruit behind you. And see, if we go back, if we go a little deeper, we can go back. Okay, well, before we go back, it said that Jesus responded to this tree. So this tree was saying that this is how I was created. God created me this way. Because go back to the book of Genesis and God created the heavens and the earth. God created the greenery that was on this earth. He created the trees and the shrubbery and everything, right? So this tree was telling Jesus that God created me this way. And Jesus cursed him after this tree opened his mouth and said, this is how God created me. Jesus' response to it was, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. Jesus is like, the fruit that you're trying to produce from a perverted state that you are in, I'm going to curse it. And no one is going to eat fruit from you ever again. Jesus is like, you are not going to mix and mingle this fruit. You are not going to turn what my father has made. You are not going to pervert that thing and try to sell that thing to the world and make the world think this came from God. I hope y'all hearing me on this this morning. This tree was trying to represent itself in a state in which it was not. This tree could not produce the fruit that it was saying that it had. And we got a lot of people in church. We got a lot of people in church. And I only, I'm, I'm talking to my saints today. We got a lot of people in church that are trying to misrepresent the gifts that God has given them. They are saying, well, God placed me here. Well, God has called me to this. God has called me to that. But they are not producing any type of fruit within the ministry that they are saying that God is calling them into. We got a lot of fig trees that are standing in the pulpit. We got a lot of fig trees that are standing on choirs. We got a lot of fig trees that are mixing and mingling in the music ministry. We got a lot of fig trees that are, that are, um, they are welcoming people into the church. They are, they are looking the part, but they are not producing the fruit because God has not called them to that position. And we as, as saints, you know, having a spirit of discernment, we got to recognize that. But with these fig trees, when you go to them and you try to correct them and you try to put them in the position that God has truly called them to or pull them out of the position that God has not called them to, you know, the ones that are, they look the part, but they're not producing any type of fruit in the church. When you step to them, when you try to correct them, when you try to walk to them and correct them in love, that's when you're going to get the backlash. That's when you're going to get the attitude and that's when you get people walking away from church because people don't want to be corrected. They want to walk in, in the, um, they want to walk how they want to walk and they want us to accept 
what it is that they are presenting to us, but they are not producing any type of fruit, but they want us to leave them alone. Jesus said, those whom I love, I have chastised. So Jesus is not going to let us be misrepresenting him in the house of God. He's not going to have us misrepresenting him in things that he has called. He didn't let this tree misrepresent God. He's not going to let us misrepresent him in the church. The church is the wall. The church is what's, what's going to be between the Antichrist and the world. And the church has got to stand strong. But we are allowing the world to come up in the church. We are allowing a lot of these fig trees to come up in this church and hold positions. And they are not producing any type of fruit in the positions that they are holding. So they are sending forth perversions to the church that the church is all inclusive and is all accepting and please don't get that wrong because we in the church we love you know but we love the way Christ loved a lot of people love the lamb of God but they don't want to deal with the lion of God but God is both he is both and when I say God I'm speaking of the Godhead of Jesus Jesus is the lion and Jesus is the lamb and he said those whom I love I chastise. Anytime our kids get out of position, anytime our kids continue to do things that we've asked them not to do, we as parents have to come in and we got to chastise. We have to discipline that child. The word of God said that when we discipline our children, when we correct our children, we are saving their souls from hell. Because if you see a lot of children that don't have discipline, they are not given boundaries. And when they are not given boundaries, they think any and everything goes. It's important to discipline. It's important to put boundaries up because it keeps the kids, it keeps people in a safe position with God here on this earth. So Jesus said, those whom I love, I chastise. So when you are out of position, when you are living your life and you are stepping on the ba- over the boundaries of living for God and living from the world, when you live in a lukewarm life, you are putting yourself in a position that is not going to represent God. You're putting yourself in a position where you're only going to be producing leaves and no fruit. And when you are not producing fruit, you see Jesus cursed this fruit and Jesus cursed this tree. And Jesus said, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And as we know, the ones that understand this parable, the curse went to the root of this tree. And the very next day, this tree was dead because Jesus spoke the desired result. He said, let no one. And he cursed the fruit. He didn't want this tree uh, he didn't want this tree reproducing because this tree was not doing what it was it was created to do. This tree presented itself in a perverted state because when you look up the word perversion, the perversion is the altering of something from the original state. And that's what this tree did. This tree misrepresented itself. So I wanted to jump on here because when God, when the Holy Spirit revealed this to this level, to me, to speak on this from this point this morning, it excited me because the church itself, the church itself needs to be reminded that we are the ones that Christ is dependent on. We are the wall that, that is representing uh, the Godhead, we are 
We are the, the arms and the legs that are on this earth. And I've spoken about this throughout the week, you know, with our gifts, you know, and with our positions. And we can't be standing in position misrepresenting. We can't be saying that God has called us to something that we are not producing fruit from. You know, we can't be doing this because we represent God in everything that we do. We represent God in our thoughts. We represent God in our words. We represent God how we walk when we walk in love. We represent God. But see, the love of God is being perverted because the love of God is being told that God is accepting you just as you are. No, God said, come as you are, but don't stay as you are. You got a lot of perversion of people that have been in the same mindset for years. They have been in the same position, sprouting leaves, but not producing fruit for years. But as soon as you step to them and you ask them what it is that they're trying to do, that is when you're going to get the backlash. And we need to cut that out in the church. We need to cut it out in the church because it is flowing over into the church. And the church and the world is looking more like each other than than the separation that needs to be there. We need to love the people that are in sin. We need to love them and we need to represent Christ to them. But we are not supposed to accept them staying in the state that they are in. You can't come to church and you not change. When the word of God is being preached to you, there is no way... There is no way that you cannot change from the mindset that you've accepted for years and years and years. You can't say that you've given your life to Christ 50 years ago and you're still doing the things that are in this world. You cannot do that. You cannot because the word of God changes. The word of God corrects. And you cannot say that you are in Christ and you still doing the things. You still have a desire for the things of the world. You cannot do that. You cannot lie on the Holy Spirit the way that your life is lying on the Holy Spirit. You cannot stand there and be a fig tree and not produce fruit and think that God has not recognized you. Has, and you see that God has not called you out. God sees what you're doing. He sees that you are not producing fruit. He sees that you have not given your heart totally over to him. God has sees that. But you still, but we still go to church. We still dress up every single Sunday. We still sit on the same pew. And we still hear the word of God. And we still sit there with a heart and heart. Because we don't allow the word of God to change us. We don't allow the word of God to convict us to forgive. We don't allow the word of God to make us walk in love the way Jesus walked in love. You know, we want to. We want to dictate to the church the way we want the church. What we want to represent the church. No, the word of God is supposed to change you. The word of God is supposed to pull you out of the state of mind that you are in because you are representing Christ. Christ is not representing you. Christ called us. He called us. We are supposed to be on the front line. We are supposed to be the people that the world is looking at to draw them to Christ. But sadly, a lot of us look a whole lot like the world and less like Christ. And we got a lot of people that are lost. We got a lot of fig trees that are standing out there. They're not producing any fruit, but they don't have no guidance for that. And God is calling us to do that. 
I apologize for getting passionate about this thing this morning, but the word of God is the word of God and the truth of the word of God is what God is wanting and needing to go forth because we got a lot of fig trees out there that we need to go to them and we need to say this fruit that you trying to bring forth and trying to represent God with, I curse it. No one, no one will eat from you ever again. You won't bring this fruit in the house of God and represent God anymore. You won't do that. If you are choosing not to change your mind, if you are choosing not to allow the love of God to change that hardened heart in your chest, that fruit that you are trying to bring into the church, that you are trying to represent God with, will not, no one will not eat from that fruit again. Because if we continue to allow these things to happen in the church, this is how the church is getting getting filled with people that are um, that are misrepresenting the word of God. They want to go forth and they're going to say, well, this is true about the Bible, but this is not true. And we're sitting there and we're allowing them to do this. We're allowing them to water down the word of God. You know, we're allowing anybody up in the pulpit to speak to us. And God is like, no, don't do this. God has called the people that he has called. God knows every gift that each one of us walk in and God is expecting us. He's not asking us. God is expecting us to walk in the gift that he has placed on our lives. So we've got to know that we know that we know who we are in Christ. We don't need to know who we are according to this world. We got to know who we are according to Christ and we got to walk in that. Saints, I I apologize that this podcast is long today, but I'm telling you that the heaviness that God laid upon me when he brought this verse to me, God is speaking to us in this hour, saints, and God is really needing us to be in the positions that he has called us to be in. And God is wanting us to be outspoken according to the things that he's calling us to be. The world has a whole lot to say about who they are. And the world is very boisterous about the positions that they are trying to hold against the church. And we need to be a little louder. We need to be a little louder. As saints, we need to be a little louder. So I pray to you that as you spend time in the word of God today, That you allow God to bring to you the things that God needs for you to lay down at the cross. If it's a heart and heart, lay the thing at the cross. If it's unforgiveness, lay it at the cross. If it's bitterness, lay it at the cross. Let God show you the fruit that you need to be bringing forth so you don't sprout. Season after season, you're just standing there producing leaves and no fruit. Let the word of God change you. Let your heart be stirred. Let the hardness be removed so the fleshy heart can come forth to represent God in the way that it needs to represent God. I pray on this Friday that you all be blessed today. That you all stand in the presence of God and let God bring to you the fruit that you need to be bringing forth in this season. I pray that you all be blessed today. I pray that you all receive the Lamb of God as well as the Lion. And let that correction come in the way God needs for it to come in. I pray that you all know that God loves you, saints, and I love you too today. Be blessed. Peace.